Get Actually, yeah. in 1993, <laughs> there was a study in Alabama <laughs> and a Tom uh, laid an egg. <laughs> this segment of DOD TV is brought to you by Leopold, American to the core. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast, episode number 195. I am Tim Chelsvik. I'm Matt Drury, and we're on the road to 200. Yeah, we're getting really close. We are. The double centennial, okay. or sometimes called bicentennial. Let's get fancy, Tim. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I do, man. <laughs> this, this, the title for this show is Following Up on the Giveaway Farm. We'll get into that in a little bit. We got some shout outs to do. Okay. We should probably catch people up on our busy, sophisticated lives before we jump into that. <laughs> okay. So, you know, those of you guys that listen all the time realize that I usually just sit down <laughs> with no agenda <laughs> and have this deer in the headlights look. Oh, yeah. We're doing Tim, the show again, aren't when we? Tim tells me what we're going through. So, <laughs> yep. right now, that's the look you're getting. <laughs> like, all well, right. You just tell me what to do. So, um, so I'll so, bring the talent. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, I have been making jerky. Mm. Yeah, I uh, had some yesterday. It was good. On a scale of one to ten, like be be honest, don't lie. Three. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's you not asked, bad for possum jerky. You, uh, just- <laughs> you asked me to be honest. <laughs> I've had better, but I've had worse. Yeah. So I <laughs> <laughs> maybe a four or five. So you didn't get violently ill. So let's at least give it a five. <laughs> no, you know the texture was what threw me at first, mm-hmm. and so that took me. But I, I don't think I had ever had. A, it the really? way that you had made it before. No, I'm almost positive. I've never had it that way. So before. that was that was ground jerky, ground yeah. muscle jerky, not whole muscle jerky. And uh and admittedly it takes a little more time because yeah, obviously you gotta go through the grinding <laughs> step. Uh but but I, I had ground venison in the freezer. I'm like, I don't wanna I don't know if I'm gonna use it this year. It was deer that I shot in twenty nineteen. And so <laughs> Okay. So I got the old stuff. <laughs> it's not the oldest that was in there. Oh, I thanks. found one packet at the very, very bottom that was from before when my daughter was born. Okay. Do people in here know that you're giving that away? <laughs> this old jerky? Well, that's that that got thrown away. Like okay. that that package got thrown away. Way to be, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, it was good. I say yesterday. It was good. It was different. I wasn't used to the texture. I guess I've never had jerky that way before. Um, yep. So I'd say I'd give it a five. Realistically, yeah. I'd give it a five. Yeah, I'm, busting I'm, your chops I'm, a little I'm, bit. I'm right there. Um, I need to do something to make it pop a little bit more. Um, but yeah, but I feel like it's another way for me to get a little more protein in my diet on a daily basis. Yeah. So how do you go about? I mean, we could talk about this later. But how, how do you track that? How would you track how much you had? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> to me, that seems like it's, yeah, it's impossible. Almost, it's almost like there needs to be an app for that. Well, and that's not what I'm getting at, but yeah, there, I, I understand that. But how do you know what you, I know you know what you put in it, but how does that break down to a single serving of a piece of jerky that's different sizes every time? Well, you I see what I'm saying. You can, you can measure it out by the ounces. ounces. And so th- that's what I do. Like, I know like one of my little baggies is just a little over three ounces. My little dime bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a meat dealer. The first one's always free, Matt. Just so you know. Next one you're coming for. back for more. <laughs> right. Get the good stuff. But I, but I, I have been tracking that's that. That's what and, she said. It is. <laughs> a nice way to boost the protein a little bit and not let that meat go to waste because yeah. I, I don't know if we would have gotten to it. I see. So I probably made six plus pounds. Like All I, used, I saw was one little freaking Ziploc bag. Well, it was a five on your scale. 
I don't want to give you a bunch of five. Well, I'd I take a bag of a five. <laughs> give it a, I'll give it a, take a five a shot. Bag. Give me a five bag. <laughs> I've got more at home stuff that's got a little more pop to it. I and see. I, dried, I dried it out a little bit more, so it's got more of a snap. Okay. So I'll bring some in for you. Please do. We'll do a Give taste me my own bag show. that other people aren't putting, putting their, their hands meat into. Paws in. Yeah, I'd like yeah to, that's fair. Just your meat paws to put it in there. <laughs> sure. Wear glove, yeah, Tim. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know how it got in the bag, but. I didn't see that part. So <laughs> Out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right. Well, how about we hop into our shout outs? How about it? One All right. So the first shout out is, okay, this is. <laughs> He's reading the show. No, I'm, I'm not reading the first one. I'm reading the second one. All right. Carl, Carl Carter from YouTube says, bought these rage knockoffs. He's right. Only punches. Wait. He's right. Only punches hole. Lost one deer and tracked the other for two days before finding and shooting again. Threw in trash. Completely unethical great video so he's referring to the podcast we had a week or two John back Severson. yeah mm-hmm. with the, the guy from rage and he was taking us through like basically these chinese ripoff knockoff uh stuff that you can buy on amazon and online anywhere else and it's kind of a buyer beware like john and the podcast was basically taking the blade over his hand like he would be cutting us you know and you know how those the rages are pretty damn sharp and that he wasn't it was you couldn't have cut anything with that thing literally running his finger over the the cutting edge yeah. and it wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Just making me nervous. So, okay. Our other uh, shout out is from Denny Ladchik uh, from DeerCast. Faraday needs security devices on their displays at ATA. It's amazing how much IP is stolen. Great show and guest. Ooh, child, Tim is looking fierce. Girl. Hmm. <laughs> now, there, there sometimes are copy paste errors when I pull these reviews off. Yeah. What so, the hell is he referring to? Well, probably my general appearance. Oh. But we can ask Denny himself because like something. Denny is joining us from Jefferson City, Missouri. How are you, Denny? What's up, Denny? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're good. So for anybody that's under a rock here and and doesn't realize kind of where Denny comes from. So we gave away a farm last year. It was our 30th anniversary in 2019. Mm -hmm. And so all year we promoted this farm giveaway and we gave it away at the ATA show last January. So it's been a full year. It was a 60 acre piece of property. The originators were yes, Drury Outdoors as usual, but we got Denny with us to give us an update on how it went last year. He had a full season. He had turkey season. He had deer season. He had, you know, time to plant and all that stuff. And uh, really, I mean, the farm had never been hunted while we owned it. We owned it a couple of years. We did make improvements on it, but yeah. we, we hadn't hunted it or anything. So I'm anxious to kind of hear the feedback and and uh, see the progress or progression, probably more than progress. It's because uh, as anybody knows, you get a new piece of dirt. It takes a little bit to learn it and... It takes some time to figure out where the deer are coming from, where they're bedding, where all that stuff and kind of plant to, you know, optimize everything. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to kind of hear your update, Denny. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We, um, we had a, I mean, I'm not sure where to start. We, we've had such a full, um, a, you know, full agenda as far as activities that we did on the farm, but um, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, we did a lot of improvements as far as, um, you know, redoing the lower food plot. We also, um, did a lot of, um, clearing around the, the big pond there, uh, so we could fish, uh, we did some clearing so we could camp. Uh, uh we did a lot of, uh, timber stand improvements, uh, some hinge, hinge hunting, hinge hunting. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, but, but yeah, we had a full year. We did, uh, quite a bit of hunting. We did a lot of fishing, a lot of camping, 
Um, and, and I learned quite a bit. Uh, there's a lot of things that I studied on that, you know, I didn't know, you know, I kind of learned about food plots. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of things you can learn about food plots. So I did a lot of studying. There's things that when I actually implemented them, I had to kind of, kind of things that I'm going to do differently next year, mm-hmm. um, uh, or this coming season, because just the fact that, um, you know, I didn't have the right equipment for one thing. So we did a lot of manual labor. So that was, um, so something that, that, that I'm going to definitely change for this year. We, uh, um, you know, had, uh, did a, you know, learned a lot about soil samples. Um, uh, you know, then when those, those came back, we put in a lot of, uh, we put about 2,900 pounds of lime down. Uh, we put about 300 pounds of fertilizer down. Um, and then of course, um, my, my seed mixture wasn't quite right, uh, this year. Uh, so, so that's something that, you know, I have to improve on as well. So, but yeah, we had a full season and, and it was great. Well, and, and so this is the first piece of hunting ground you've ever owned, right? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So th- there's yes. a, there's a really steep learning curve there with picking up, you know, and especially 60 acres, that's not the tiniest piece in no. the world. I mean, that that's a full, that's a full size hunting property to sort of go through all that. I mean, it sounds like you got a lot done and, and are realizing that there's still just a lot to learn and to dial in. Yeah, there's, um, there's some, you know, as, as Matt was saying, as, as far as, um, you know, how the, how the deer kind of travel through the property, uh, we put up some stand locations, um, uh, but just hunting it and, um, seeing how the deer travel, there's some other hunting, um, uh, locations that I want to set up to kind of, kind of narrow in where they're kind of traveling and in, in the routes that they have. So, but, um, uh, but yeah, we, 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 I've learned quite a bit. Uh, my whole family learned quite a bit from just, um, just being on the property, which, you know, we were, we were there quite, quite a bit, um, during this last season. And I think you posted some pictures, some trail cam pictures on Twitter of, of your deer. If you don't mind, we may pop those up here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, there's quite a bit of does actually. I mean, there was one time where, um, you know, where I was talking to my neighbor and he saw 17, 17 does, uh, kind of grazing in, in the pasture on, on the opposite side of the road. Um, so, but we saw quite a few as well. I, I do know we have some, some nice bucks on there and, and um, those trail cams will, that you will show. Well, uh, I, I think they're a little bit young. We saw, we have, um, quite a bit of, uh, young deer. Uh, we got a few spikes, uh, small, uh, two and a half, eight year olds, mm-hmm. but there is, there's a couple of them that I, I feel that I saw that were about four and a half year old. Um, it was very tempting to shoot, but you know, I've been hunting a long time and, and I've shot, I, I can't even tell you how many shot, uh, three and a half year olds I've shot and, and, um, four and a half and, uh, probably a handful of five and a half or, or, or better. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, my, my latter part of my years, I'm, I'm looking for the mature deer. So, so those younger deer were, were, were going to lit pass for right now. Sure. Honestly, you may, you know, cause there was two years there where we had it and didn't hunt it. And then the year this past year with you having it, you, you might actually be in a good position for next year where you kind of the fruits of your labors, you start paying off because I know even like the, the river farm, you know, we didn't hunt it the first two years because I couldn't hunt it flooding wise. And so this past year, when we actually did hunt it, you know, the couple of deer that we killed or had seen quite a bit, I looked back at the trail cameras from the first year, they were the deer that mm-hmm. were three and a half yeah. then. So it wasn't the worst thing in the world that we stayed out of there because it, it, it allowed it to kind of ma- the deer to mature a little bit. And we added that food source and all of a sudden it sucked them in. So I would think you're in a similar scenario there where 
especially now that you're improving your food and, and the palatability of it, that it's only going to become a much bigger and better magnet, you know, for your area. So that's, that's exciting to see what's going to happen this, this coming fall. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm still getting trail cams in, and um, I know there's three, three, um, three of those bucks that we have on trail cameras, they have survived. I've seen them here in January. So, so yeah, the, yeah, next year I, I can't wait, especially those four and a half. I can't wait to see what they, they are next year. Now you have a pretty young family as well. So, you know, take us through some of the hunting side of it. Like well, what opportunities were presented and what, you know, who got out that maybe didn't never get to hunt before. Mm-hmm. Or th- that's what I'm excited to hear. What I, ca- I guess what happened because you guys had the opportunity to, to hunt this piece of property. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've uh, took my daughter turkey hunting for the first time. Uh, she, she had a, she had a blast, uh, even though we didn't see anything, we, um, we, I think we joked around and laughed a little bit more than what we did hunting <laughs> the, the, her first time. Um, you know, it, it's, it's funny when you, um, take a little one hunting, all the, all the different, um, uh, things that happen, like, um, you know, she was snoring for a bit there. So, you know, while he's snoring pretty loud, so we didn't get a chance to really see anything during that time she was snoring. So that was kind of funny, but, um, so yeah, there, there were some great things that happened there. And then, uh, you know, my son, he's been hunting for quite some time, but he was, he was successful. He shot, um, he shot two, two does off, cool. off the property. Um, but my biggest, I guess my biggest moment was, is for my wife. Um, she has never hunted in her, in her life. Uh, she's from a different country and, um, you know, she, she never grew up, uh, hunting or, or even around, uh, around hunting at all. And, um, she practiced all summer with her crossbow and she ended up harvesting a doe and, nice. and wow, it was, first it was year. a great moment. It, it was really a great moment. Uh, just, I, you know, I, I, I was able to hunt with her. So we were, you know, we we're doing kind of a, um, uh, a, a dual hunt and, uh, uh, just watching that moment was, was the best for me. I mean, just, uh, she went through all the emotions, you know, as far as, as far as shaking and, yeah. uh, you know, you know, and then afterwards, uh, she was crying and stuff. So it, it was, a, it was a great moment. That was probably, probably my best, uh, my best That's moment cool. that, or memory that uh, I'm going to take off from that first year. Do, do you think she's going to want to hunt again? Is she hooked now or what's her sense? She likes turkey hunting. I uh, took her quite a few tur- uh, times turkey hunting. We did get, we did see um, turkey. Uh, we didn't see any mature toms. Uh, we we've heard a lot of mature toms, but uh, couldn't get them to commit. Uh, but uh, saw you know several jakes and hens. Uh, she did like that. She liked she liked being able to to kind of get up and move around a little bit. Mm-hmm. She did like that aspect of turkey hunting. So, but as far as uh, deer hunting, um, we'll see. She. Uh, uh, I think she did it more for, for me to, um, mm-hmm. because I kind of asked her to, and, and, you know, <laughs> trying to get her into it and like every husband. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we'll see if she does it in the future, but, um, she was, she was very happy and very proud to shoot that, um, to shoot that doe. And so, uh, you know, I, I think she will, but, but I don't think she's going to be a diehard hunter, like, like me and my, my son yeah. or even my daughter. Yeah. You know, that's, <clears throat> That's a big jump though, too, from being in a country that 
they don't really even hunt and not really knowing much about it. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, you, you, obviously you guys have been married a little bit. So she knows you hunt. She's been around it. It's not like it's totally thrown into the deep end, but it is a lot to make that leap from not really growing up or knowing much about it. And then all of a sudden to pull that trigger, it's a monumental feeling as if we can all go back to that first time we did it, you know, and, and, and it's much different shooting a deer than it is a turkey. That's the one thing that I always remembered going back to when I was little, it was a much different feeling, you know, this warm, blooded animal versus a ugly turkey yeah i mean it's just a much different feeling but i'm not surprised to hear that she liked the turkey side of it because it's just such a so- social i've always said that it's a social event you know it's it's a lot more fun and like you said you're getting up you're moving around you're kind of maneuvering it it, it almost makes you feel a little bit more like a hunter <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're actively pursuing your game yeah, yeah. Then, then the style anyways that we're we're hunting with on a deer you know <laughs> just sitting and waiting you know to, to an extent so yeah i could totally see that where the turkey side might be a little bit more fun yeah absolutely and um yeah we've already talked about um, this coming, this coming Turkey season. So she's, she's excited about that for sure. Good deal. Well, I am, I'm, I'm a huge fisherman and I am dying to know what the fishing was like in the pond. Cause it, cause we stocked it. Yeah. But you know, usually when you stock, you're stocking, you know, smaller fish, fish that you wouldn't necessarily keep, but were there any lunkers in there? Oh, there was, uh, yeah, my, my son, he, um, uh, he caught a bass and it, it weighed out about, uh, about almost eight pounds. Oh, nice. cats. Yeah. That is a nice largemouth. Yeah, it is. It was, it was a, it was probably one of the biggest ones I've ever seen. So it was, but we've caught, we caught a ton of bass. There's a lot of bass in there. There's a lot of crappie in there that we caught. So yeah, the, the fishing was dynamic. Huh. I mean, it was, it was great. It was, it was dynamite. We, uh, we had a blast fishing. So my trigger finger over here, I, I wanted to hit the, that's what she said. Sound bite twice in that, Aww. but I didn't want to ruin Jeez. Denny's story, but yeah, no, do it now. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> you go back and listen to that. Yeah, it'll be funny. There was a couple really good opportunities and I held off. So I just want to throw that. Out I do there. wonder if anyone went back through and played us on slow speed. I was out on a run a couple days ago and I accidentally bumped the podcast and it started our show and it started it at Bummer. one half speed. And I was like, what, <laughs> Even is worse. This? what is this crap? And it sounded like we were straight up drunk. <laughs> Who says I, we I highly recommend it. Ooh-wee. More drunker. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, bass and crappie, any, any channel catfish in there? Uh, we didn't, we didn't catch any channel catfish. Um, okay. not to say that there's not in there, but, um, we were mainly going for the crappie and for, for the bass. Uh, we did, uh, catch some sunfish. You sure. Um, but, but, uh, that, that, that's about it. Yeah. Some, I guess we did get some bluegill, bluegill as mm-hmm. well. So you guys, you mentioned that you camped out there quite a bit. Did you have, did your son graduated and then all of his buddies went out there. You and your, mm. you and your son and all of his friends went out for a big camping experience. What am I getting yeah. that totally wrong or no, absolutely. My son lie? graduated from <laughs> <laughs> my son graduated from high school last year. And, um, you know, all the kids were kind of going in their different ways. And my, my son was like, Hey dad, you know, I was talking to my buddies and, um, you know, we got a couple, I got a couple friends, um, which I know are, are going off into the military. And, and, you know, other friends are going off to other different states out of, you know, out of state for college. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we'd all like to get together and, and um, do, do a weekend of camping. And I said, I said, absolutely. So we brought him up there and 
Uh, yeah, they had a great time. Uh, they had a great time. I did a lot of fishing, just, um, you know, uh, you know, just a lot of activity to play some football. I mean, we, you know, we did quite a bit of stuff up there while they were there. So they, they yeah, they had a blast. So much room for activities. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like he's used it for, to, I mean, for 60 acres, I know that can be a big piece, but he's used it to the nth degree, I think, Sounds in like every it. way, shape or form. So I, I mean, I know Mark and Terry, you, you keep us up to date inside DeerCast a lot of times and we love hearing the updates and it just, it's a good feeling to see it, it went to such a great family. And it's been put to such good use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there were people that were that were signing up in the contest that had no idea what Drury Outdoors was, that weren't hunters, and probably would have just flipped the property and whatever <laughs> moved along. Blame them. <laughs> so it's like it's, it's yeah, it is nice to see that it's going to someone that's really appreciating it. And but it wasn't just the farm that you won. There were some other goodies in the mix there too, weren't there, Denny? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mossy oak, um, as you can kind of see behind me, I, I kind of put some of um, some of these signs up in my that that was given to me at the ATA. Kind of put them up in in my office here. But yeah, they gave me a thousand dollar gift card for their online store, which which we utilized quite you know already. So so we got a quite a quite a bit of uh, hunting gear from from them. Uh, scent crusher. Um, I have actually some scent crusher behind me as well in my office, but. They, um, they gave me $3,000 worth of their gear. So, um, it's kind of set my whole family up. Uh, we got a couple lockers, a couple, uh, two or three totes, uh, three travel bags, a covert closet, uh, some, some big ozone room ozone gear, uh, or machines. Uh And, um, yeah, so quite a bit of stuff. So we're, you know, we're set for pretty much for a long time. <laughs> set for life. I, I wondered like, you know, when I was a kid, you'd see people get like a Toys R Us shopping spree or stuff. Like where would you start? And I, I don't know what I would do with a thousand dollar mossy. <laughs> I don't know. What I would, no, I mean, that's, that's a solid, it's a solid choice, <laughs> but like to have a thousand bucks to mossy Oak, like their online store. I don't know where I, I think I'd be paralyzed by the, by the, by the potential there. I, you know, there's a couple ways of looking at it. You can either buy a lot of things or you can buy the bo- most expensive thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd yeah. go with the most expensive I'd thing. I'd get $1,000 worth of socks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be set for socks for my whole life. I got $1,000 worth of Mossy Oak keychains. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a keychain? This seemed like a poor idea. <laughs> why did I do this? This is why I don't have any money. <laughs> right. I'm not responsible enough. Um, and then you got some reconnaissance cameras too right oh yeah absolutely got uh six reconnaissance cameras um yeah those are great cameras i mean i've never had any in my uh career as far as hunting career mm-hmm. and uh um being able to see those images and, and get those back you know crisp crisp clear images sure. is uh has definitely been great uh yeah i love using those cameras and and i got them all throughout the property so yeah it's been great using those as well Nice. All right. So what's, what's next? Like, what's the next thing you're doing, you know, with the property or is it that you're pretty much kind of ready? Are you doing any frost seeding? You know, that's pretty much here in February, mm-hmm. right around shed season, you know, getting frost seeding some clover. A lot of guys do that. And, uh, I don't, what did you plant last year? Well, um, we have two different food plots, as you know, we, uh, the lower food plot I put in, um, I put in chicory and, or clover and plus chicory, the biologic, uh, which did well. But um, when I was talking about my seed mixture and, and getting that correct, I, I 
heard a lot of people put in oats as well. And, and I put in a little bit uh, too many oats mm-hmm. in, in with the uh, uh, clover and chicory. So it was kind of choking, um, choking out the uh, clover and chicory. So mm-hmm. I had to go in there and, and cut it um, and, you know, just be, just to get it to, to grow. Uh, so that, that was one learning curve that, you know, that I'll have to, or, or something different that I'll do next year is, is, is kind of look at my, my seed mixture. And then on the top food plot, I put in some biologic, um, what I, sugar beets, uh, deer radishes and winter bulbs. Yeah. So, uh, put in about, uh, and that's about a, a quarter of an acre up there. So we put in about uh, six pounds of seed up there. And that did very, very well. Um, also, um, but yeah, going forward, we, I mean, there's quite a bit of things that uh, we have planned here in the next couple of years. Um, this coming, this coming spring and fall, we, I will be doing some frost seeding, um, putting some more clover and chicory down on the lower food plot, because as I said, um, it was choking it out. So there, I have a lot of bare spots. Yeah. Uh, so I want to, you know, I want to kind of fill those in. Um, we also are going to, um, uh, put in a water line. They have a, they have a, the County has a water main that runs along, along the road there. So we're going to put in a meter and, and then I'm going to run a line. So we have some running water up there Nice. and then we're going to put, put a le- electricity pole as well. Um, you know, cause in, um, not, not this year and probably not next year, but 2023, uh, we, um, uh, we've been talking to a couple contractors. We're going to put about a, uh, it's going to be a, a 40 by 60 shop up there. Nice. Uh, cool. with, with uh, a living quarters that in, um, inside of it. So we have a place, a uh, uh, place to stay basically um, uh, with indoor plumbing, uh, running water. So uh, kind of beef it up a little Deer bit. Camp. And then along through the property, there's this big, there's a big ditch that runs through the property. Uh, it's pretty, it's a big ditch and, and it's kind of difficult to get to the other side of the property. So we're going to, I'm going to put in a road, um, uh, to get, uh, you know, just to get to that other side of the property and get some equipment over there as well. Sure. So, so quite a few things going on. That's awesome. Yeah. I love hearing this stuff on your food plot. You might look at trying something like last bite from biologic. I, you know, I, it, it's got a little bit of everything in it and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, for me, it's food plot for dummies. <laughs> it's it's yeah, like, just in the bag. It really, it, it, it does a really good job of attracting, you know, the deer in there. And then that is something that you could frost seed, you know, in the, the next season and, and it turns into a clover, a really, really good clover patch. So that might be something you think of for your lower food plot um, or, you know, maybe even radishes, just a straight radishes mm-hmm. really seem to be an early season attracting up through, you know, really up through into November. I was going to say tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good one. I know. Yeah, we, we put in um we put in deer radishes radishes on the top food plot yeah. and, and they they devoured that. I yeah. mean that that was their that was pretty much their favorite. So so definitely gonna plant some radishes again coming up here in the in the in the late late fall or late winter yeah. or something basically. Sure. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well you got a Sweet. lot of good plans ahead of you and I, I think a, a good future of you know endless Good times, frankly. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the fun part about it, like your family and how they've all kind of, um, you know, you guys really taken into this farm. And, and I think all your family feels like they got a little ownership into it and helping work on it and helping improve it. And, you know, the camping and the fishing, like that's, that's what it's all about. It's really heartwarming to hear the stories, man. 
Yeah, absolutely. And in any time I go up there, they're they're all wanting to tag along. So I know they enjoy cool. being up there. So it, it uh, yeah, it's definitely been it's been it's been great, um, great family time. I mean, nothing better than get the family together than than go up to the farm. So we we we've, we've had a blast. You put that building in, you may never come back. <laughs> Jeff City, where's, where's Denny? <laughs> be like yeah. Terry. Well, yeah. <laughs> where's Terry? He's at the farm. <laughs> Yeah, it, um, we we do. We plan on staying, up, especially during the summers. Um, you know, weeks on weeks at a time, staying up there. Um, you know, uh, so so we're definitely that's something that we've been wanting to do or been talking about here for mm-hmm. for over a year, and, and eventually we'll 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 put that in there. But um, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's going to be a great improvement. We can't you know can't wait to have that uh, on the property. Heck Good yeah. deal. Yeah, it'll be neat when when he mails us a key that we can go and hang out whenever we want. <laughs> that he'll Make be that big key in the back of his picture there. <laughs> yeah, here's your Here key, you Tim. Just try to pass the gate. Yeah, clods. Uh, okay, how about question of the day? All right. Denny, can you stick around for the question of the day? Wildlife word? Right. I can. Yes. Okay, great. All right. Question of the day is brought to you by Canium. Hunting is what we do and why we take our purpose-built hunting vehicle so seriously. Uh, my name is Chris Williamson. Hi, I'm Chris. from Helena, Alabama. And I had a question about hunting in the rain. <clears throat> I know, you know, obviously you don't want to hunt when it's pouring down raining and the wind is blowing like crazy, but what about hunting when it's a steady rain all day? And with that question, is it better to hunt like when the rain's near the end of the rain or, you know, before it's going to rain or is it okay to hunt during the rain? That's just the question that I've always kind of wondered. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, do we want Denny to jump in? I got some thoughts here, but I got a few thoughts. Let our guest go first. If he has uh, some thoughts there, Denny, what do you think? Yeah, I I'm, I'm a big fan of hunting in the rain. Of course, um, as the caller was saying is, is I don't, if it's downpouring, I don't rain, but a nice steady, steady rain, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, drizzle or even a drizzle uh, to keep down my scent. Um, you know, I have, you know, they, they make great gear as far as like um, waterproof gear. So I, I, you know, I've, I've utilized the rain quite a few times. I, I, I enjoy hunting in the rain, actually. That answer is wrong. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, the, the pouring down rain thing, I would have typically said avoid it, but kind of with you, you learn as you have experiences. And this past year during the gun season, we were, Scott and I were on the river farm and it was, I mean, pouring down raining on opening day. And mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> It was shocking, frankly. We had the the luxury, obviously, of being in, in a blind, and and that can come in many different forms. I mean, say you pop up a ground blind, you know, or or whatever the case may be, you sure. know, the thing there you got to really watch if something caves in, maybe on you. But but in general, yeah. I was shocked to see the amount of deer movement during the downpour. Now the timing was, you know, that in Missouri, that's right around the rut. So that, that definitely still had a factor. Yeah. You know, be moving they were moving regardless, mm-hmm. but generally speaking, you know, Mark and Terry always talk about this being timing the front and time. And, and it could be a, what it could be a rain front, obviously mm-hmm. that, that you're trying to time. And if you can be out there for when that rain stops, it's like, I always heard, and I'm not a fisherman, so I don't really know this, but I always heard, you know, when you're out there, when the rain stops and fish start biting like crazy and 
it, it mm-hmm. seems like I always made that correlation. It's like, it's like every animal wants to get out and kind of like, sure, you know, <clears throat> knock do the rain thing. off and do their thing and get out there. And that's really what, I mean, if you could be out there and ready for when the rain stops and that's the beauty of, you know, deer cast looking at the hourly oh, prediction, you know, whatever the app may be that you look cast. at. But if you, if you look at the hourly and you see when that front's about to come through there and the rain's going to stop and you can, be there for when it stops. It's magic. It really is, especially if that mm-hmm. coincides with, you know, the the last hour of that the evening. Big time. Yeah. You know, and he mentioned something about should you go in front of the rain or behind the rain, like. Well, there too, you know, if a front's moving through, usually before the front hits, the movement can be good as well. Mm -hmm. So if you're lucky enough to see it where it's, again, it depends what time of year, but say you're in the early season or the late season and the front's coming through and you're going to hit it to where it's coming through the next day, that night before the next day is going to be pretty good. Probably they're going to get up on their feet and they're going to eat and they're going to feed and and do their thing again. It's like whenever a snowstorm is predicted on the news and people are heading to the grocery store, they're, they're heading before and they're heading after. I need toilet paper <laughs> and bread and eggs, eggs. Yep. and milk. <laughs> yep. Cause a lot of people are making French toast That's apparently right. when the snow comes and Mark has always described like the Doppler imaging as like red it's probably it's a stop. Like you probably don't want to be out there yeah. when you're, when the, the, the water density is so great in the clouds that you're seeing red on your Doppler. Yeah. Yellow is kind of cautionary. Green's good. Green is good. Yeah. And so like Chris mentioned in, in the call, uh, a, a nice kind of light soaking rain, like that, that, that's a good rain to be out in. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Thanks Chris for asking the question. If you guys have a question that you want answered on the show, just click the, the link in the show notes and leave your name, location and uh brief question. All right. Now for the reason anyone ever listens to the show. <laughs> Wildlife word. All right. It's brought to you by Muddy Outdoors, home of the highest quality products for serious hunters. It's about turkeys. Hmm. So turkey eggs take around 14 days to hatch. But how many eggs does a typical tom lay in one spring? You got to give the choices. (laughs) Let it sink in. Okay. So is it A, a 12, baker's dozen, B, zero, C, 20, or D, six? Denny, guests always go first. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous because I, I guess D last time, like uh, Matt didn't, and that was incorrect, but you said a, how many does a Tom lay? Yep. I, I would say zero. Boy, I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> you would have got me. <laughs> gotcha. I was going to go C, 20. <laughs> it's a special. Well, it just depends on how the Tom identifies, I suppose. <laughs> Would it be? Oh. I don't think so, actually. <laughs> I think no matter what. There's the some Tom, biology involved yeah, here. In this world of turkeys, the Tom doesn't. I, I shouldn't say that. Somebody's going to send us a message Someone's and be like, get actually, yeah. in 1993, <laughs> there was a study in Alabama <laughs> and a Tom uh, laid an egg. <laughs> No so kidding. hens will typically lay 12 eggs. So if, if we were, if, if the question was about hens, if it wasn't a trick question. Now I got to really start paying attention. Like I barely it's pay funny attention. Cause you and- always accuse me of that. Uh, you tricked me. This is a trick question. Finally, I'm, there was a trick. I'm glad Denny trick went question. first. <laughs> Way to listen, Denny. Nice job. I'm a bad listener. You ruined the whole show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but y'all don't say that. <laughs> well, I, I, I have another, uh, something else that I have to, I have to, um, uh, admit to the quote that we used in the shout out section was not entirely accurate from Denny. 
Okay, yeah, uh, I figured. Nobody says anything nice about child, you. child, <laughs> Tim is looking fierce. Girl, I may have added that. Now I'm you sorry. just, nobody can believe I, I'm any. I'm a liar. Yeah, nobody's I'm ever going to believe our shout outs. pickle thief. Well, we knew that. There's a lot of you character flaws. Mm, yeah, well, not funny. <laughs> nobody's ever told you. <laughs> <laughs> you have a general order about you, Tim. Like if you sweat. touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. Hey, don't touch my drums. <laughs> Can't imagine anything worse happening. Uh, Denny, thanks so much for um, tolerating. Aren't you glad us. you came aboard and did this podcast? Absolutely. These are these are great and a lot of fun. I, I enjoy these podcasts. What's uh, your favorite part of the podcast? In case Mark and Terry are listening. What's my favorite pod, or, uh, part, part of, of this it? podcast? It's the soundboard by far. Yeah. <laughs> See? It's the one redeeming factor of the entire show, which we should say, like, if, if you want to, please leave us a review of the show. We're running low on reviews. You, weren't you trying to get people to name the podcast machine here? Yeah, no one's done that. <laughs> that goes to show you just how lame that thing was that you tried to do. <laughs> Sorry, tried doing something. <laughs> Trying is the first step towards failure. That's right. So I'm going to stop doing that. Don't be like Tim. <laughs> Quit trying. <laughs> don't guess what Matt guesses and don't be like Tim. Words to live by. All right. Okay. On that well, note. Denny, thanks so much for hopping on today. We appreciate it. Everyone stick around next week. We got our buddies from First Form on. Oh, Let's talk about getting ripped. All right. Don't say that. It's, it's health talk. Wait, hold on. I got, hold on. Okay. But y'all don't say that. Okay, I won't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See ya. Till next time. Peace out. DeerCast is giving you the chance to hunt with Mark and Terry Drury. Head over to DeerCast.com to enter.